And we're back here with Mining Stock Daily, continuing my site visit today with Northern Crown Minerals trading once again on the TSX Venture with NOCR and on the OTCQB with NOCRF. We've had a full day of site visits here at the Gumsbergs Project and happy to finally be sitting across the table with the Executive Chairman and CEO, Mr. Patricio Varas. Uh, Pat, welcome uh, to the podcast. And uh, first off, thanks so much for your hospitality and showing us around today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a lot of fun, I think, or I hope for you guys. Yeah, it, it has been very eye-opening. Uh, I know, I, you know, I've been following uh, the Northern Northern Crown story for a couple of years now, um, but it's it, it's really nice. And you think from my uh, personal observation to really get a sense of the size and scope of really the mineralization that you continue to see throughout Gomesburg. Um you know, so instead of me telling the story of what I learned, you know, let's uh, let, let's let's kind of get a clean slate here with what Gumsburg is, what you're going after, and really the historical significance of what uh, uh, is kind of leading to further exploration here in this district. So uh, we got involved to Gumsburg. You know, I visited the project back in 2016, and what impressed me about the property was that there was lots of workings, lots of old workings and uh, old mines, some of them dating back to literally 500 years and more. And uh, But on surface, I was able to see a lot of like massive sphalerite or what, what would be uh, sink boulders, and uh, which, were, which, which were basically were in the dumps. This is when they were mining, you know, hundreds of years ago. The sink itself, they didn't know how to use it. The, the uses for sink, weren't discovered until the late 1700s. So the sink for them was waste. So you could see on surface, and I, I probably, uh, if you walked around with me, I, I knocked around a few a few boulders, and sure enough, there's this massive sink uh, boulders in the old dumps. So 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 I got very excited because um, at that time, you know, the, the everybody was was taping, uh, stepping away from low grade huge deposits and uh, now they're look people were looking for high grade and because hopefully that would help you to to ride out any bad metals markets you know because if you have high grade well it, it insulates you from bad prices in in the commodities right and uh so so we became involved and we've been crawling along i'm gonna say uh we've done a number of races and uh, we've been able to do, you know, multiple drill programs. And um, in what the district, there's, there's different types of mineralization in the district. There's a proper VMS type deposits, volcanogenic massive sulfides. Uh, we have some occurrences or prospects that are more on the CEDEX uh, end of, of, of massive sulfides. And of course, our latest discovery was at the, what we call the Fredrickson. And Fredrickson is what uh, uh, we have identified as being a Broken Hill type uh, mineralized system. And uh, so ideally, uh, there's huge potential in some of these things. Obviously, at the Ostrasilberg, which is a VMS prospect, it's very high grade. You know, uh, in some cases, some of the holes we hit, you know, 34% combined lead sink you know, 1,100 grams per ton silver, Th that is gaudy grade. Um, and at places like Loberiate, Valveriate, um, lower grade, but still 
a very interesting economic silver lead zinc mineralization. But uh, from a, from a size perspective, I think Fredrickson probably has more potential because these are stratiform deposits, and um, and they're formed within uh, and in conjunction or within um, banded iron formations. And what's good about that is that we have uh, basically a stratigraphy, a trend of about 23 kilometers of these banded iron formations, and and if the that mineralization, the the the, the magnetite in those in those bifs is related to the lead zinc silver mineralization or formed in conjunction with it, there's a pretty good chance we're going to be able to chase that mineralization by using things like like mag geophysics and uh, and 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 go look for other parts of the system. I think one of the big takeaways for me is on every stop we took today, uh, the the area had old mine workings and uh, you know waste dumps that obviously still had mineralization based on the timing of when that was originally being mined and what they're going after. For example, you know in the 1400s they weren't worried about the zinc, so they left back a lot of zinc. Uh, so there's this incredible uh, historical data here and all these projects, but in between these projects, there's still a lot of a lot of underexplored areas and this is what it comes down to you really got to get back to grassroots exploration here so you talked about some of the geophysics you want to do uh you know what can what does the rest of 2021 early 2022 look like to potentially get that done and start generating some data for more drill targets um so we're gonna get uh some uh, airborne drone magnetics done at Fredrickson, obviously, we're most excited about the Fredrickson prospect, and uh, and by doing the mag, I think we're going to get a lot more definition or more clarity as to where we need to be planning our drill holes. Um, we were, we were still hoping to come in here and do maybe even a small drill program, and uh, and just continue to chase um, or expand the mineralization, see where it leads to, um, but really. Um, you know, a lot of that kind of work, uh, target preparation, we can do this year. Um, of course, we're also working at um, at our Burford project in Norway, and so that's going to keep us busy for a little while. Um, but ultimately, we will need to raise money, and, um, and because to do these pro- th- these prospects justice, it means you got to do a lot of drilling. It also means that. We have to do things like an, air, an EM survey, an electromagnetic survey, and uh, so that we can target better. You know, these things are, are some of these beds or these BMS deposits are no different than what you see in other parts of the world. They do have period, you know, the, uh, uh, repetition in the sequences, and so we need to know where those are, where those, that repetition is. We need to drill at depth. We need to you know, um, find what's in between some of these these workings. You know, there are swamps in between some of these workings that have never been drilled, never been tested. Uh, you talked about needing to go back and raise money. Um, we were having conversations earlier. You got about a half million in the bank right now. Uh, you know, give or take without anything crazy happening, that roughly gives you 
short of a year of finances being absolutely as tight as you can with that capital. So it's tough. I mean, obviously, I don't have to remind you that's a really hard market in general, but that's just the nature of the game sometimes. So go back and raising money. I mean, you, how confident are you to go to the market, raise some cash, and get what you not only just want, because everybody wants more money, but get what you need at a decent deal given this type of market we're in? Well, we've, we've kind of struggled along since 2017. You know, we've managed to do uh, modest drill programs all along. And uh, I, I agree with you. I think markets are very, very tough right now. Um, but one of the things that, you know, when, I, when I'm saying raising money, it may be from the market. It may have to be from, you know, we, we need to maybe attract an, a partner maybe uh, one of the the mining companies that maybe can see the potential that we are seeing and uh, and get them to to do a joint venture get them to 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 explore or or you know to spend the money yeah. um so that's another way of raising money when i meant raising capital um you know we have to we're going to have to be very mobile very flexible we we did do a deal like that uh, with Boliden for our Norway project uh, where we don't we're still exploring. We're we're the operators, but they get to spend all the money. Um, so maybe that's the type of thing we're going to need to do also at Gumsburg. Yeah, I mean it would make sense because you share a border with them and your claims. And in fact, the the map is really funny. The fact that you there's areas where they actually hold those claims and have the permit to explore. Uh, it, with this little indention on the southwest side was really interesting. But, I mean, other than Belieden, I mean, who else, is, you know, who else is in the game here that would maybe be a potential partner type of position to come in and help you out? Yeah. Well, um, there are a number of, of miners in the region, um, and uh, I know we've, we've talked to some of them. And, uh, I, I, you know, because of confidentiality, I can't really tell you who it is, but we do have interest from other parties. Um, whether they jump in or not, we'll have to see. Um, but, you know, we will be in discussions with other parties to to try and see if we can get maybe a strategic investment or perhaps do a joint venture. Uh, again, get them to earn in by spending money on the project. Um, it, it is really an incredible technical team. I mean... I didn't think ever in my lifetime I'd be stepping around uh, the bush in Sweden with Eric Jensen, who I have just incredible respect for, consider him a friend, but just one of the best geologists I've ever met in my entire life. Uh, but at the, right next to him, uh, you have Mr. Allen, uh, who is just, you know, he is a walking legend here in Sweden. And you get those two together, and it's just an incredible history. So can you give us a sense of, like, really the, the this technical team that you put together because i know their eyes light up they're very excited about it um how do you take that energy from the technical side and present it to investors to share that enthusiasm well i mean uh you know we we do try to involve them with us uh, you know to to talk to people and talk to investors and um you know like we, you know we talk about eric we talk about rodney but um 
you know, Dan McNeil, our VP Exploration, is no slouch. You know, he's he basically does consulting work for a number of the major companies because there's huge amount of respect for what he does. Um, you know, I've I've been in, in this industry for 35 years. I've been personally involved with three discoveries of, of deposits that are not not just discoveries. These things are going to be in production or have been in production. And uh, so hopefully we're able to project that to investors that, that you know, at the very least, I think we have, a, you know, our, our, our theories and, and our concepts and ideas and the, our exploration methods are very sound. You know, you're, you're, you're getting a really good team of people to, do, to, to, to basically provide investors with an opportunity that I think it's better than a lot. You know, I, I am an investor myself, so I get to look at a lot of projects. And yes, this is my project, but if I was maybe being a slightly uh, objective, um, this, this ranks among some of the better projects you're, you're going to see out there. Well, and do you feel like there's maybe a little bit of a competitive position for you as an explorer in Sweden? Because there's been a lot of companies, new companies coming in, optioning projects, starting exploring. Sweden's already kind of, I mean, I, I'm a firm believer in exploration and mining in Sweden. But, you know, the rest of the market, you can argue that maybe it hasn't caught on yet. So does that make these these dollars for exploration that much more difficult when now you have more companies in the in the country looking for the same the same capital i think i think you're right i think that uh, you know we we came into sweden i think earlier than than most we were looking at these projects in 2016 nobody was looking at projects in sweden there were no other explorers here and, and juniors anyways and uh and unfortunately, I think we came into the market in, in, in bad base metal markets. You know, nobody's really caught on to the significance of the sink market. Sink, sink prices have been coming up, yet, you know, you don't hear about sink uh, deals doing really well in the markets. And I'm not talking about just us. I'm talking about pretty much every sink deal out there is at a 52-week low. Um, so, so yeah, it is tough. I think we're going to have more competition and, uh, ultimately I think people are going to see, we'll have to look at things like who's doing the exploration. You know, uh, I think what we have to offer is we have to offer, um, a lot of experience, really good technical team and, um, and, and a management that's had some success in the past. Um, that's that's basically it. We we need to become, you know, one of the things we're doing more is we're trying to do more marketing, you know, being more out in social media and and uh, remember at one point in time you didn't that wasn't one of the tools, uh, but now it's become a very significant tool, you know, to to get your message out there, and um, so as long as there is people looking, which. I don't think right now there's a lot of people looking at, I don't care what you are, you know, what kind of a junior you are, but there's not a lot of people looking. So, but you need to be out there doing marketing. So a lot of our money needs to go there too, right? Uh, it can't just be all, you know, the technical side. It's, it's all, all about people knowing about you as well. Yeah. Well, that, uh, that marketing discussion, junior mining is always a double-edged sword because you're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't type of situation. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> 
And, 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 you know, it's funny when, if you don't do a lot of exploration, you have investors who complain that you don't do a, sorry, a lot of uh, marketing. You have investors that, that complain that you, oh, well, you, you guys are not doing well because you're, 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 you're not doing enough marketing. And then if you do a lot of marketing, they're saying, well, you're not, you're not spending money on the ground. So you, you're sort of damned if you do damned if you don't, but, but all of these things are required are necessary. Uh, Pat, I, I just wrapping up, I just want to say thanks again for your time. Uh, it was a great day. It was a busy day. Uh, it was a wet day. Uh, but I tell you what, it was, it's beautiful countryside here in Sweden. I'm really glad I got to kind of spend it with uh, your team and the people here on this trip because it was really just a, an incredible experience to see what you're really trying to achieve. Thank you very much. Uh, you know, I, I like the area. Uh, you, you saw it for yourself. You, you know, you drove here from Stockholm on, on a highway and, uh, you know, even driving within the project, you do have some really good roads. You know, some of the cars weren't four-wheel drive vehicles and you got right to where the, sh the, the deposits or the prospects are. So, yeah, I think it was a great day and thank you very much for being here. I appreciate, you know, people actually seeing it face to face and then hopefully get that excitement of why we like this, why we're working here. Uh, that's Patricia Varas. He is the executive chairman and CEO of Northern Crown Metals, again, trading on the TSX Venture with NOCR and on the OTCQB with NOCRF. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak to a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.